What is up and welcome to the underground? It is Ned joined by San Diego rapper, the one, the only Mars. Mars, how are you, man? Doing good, man. Busy day. You know what I mean? I love coming on here and talking with you guys. Shout out to everybody down under in Australia. You know what I'm saying? Do you guys call it down under or are you guys are just there? Or do we just kind of there because, yeah, no, but I hear what you're saying, man. Are we up over? Yeah, you're over. We're under, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Is what it is, man. But I want to talk to you about the underground scene, man. You have been in it for as long as I can remember. What's your sort of secret to longevity in the underground? You know, I think there's nobody that can really stop doing what they love. You know what I mean? I think with music, you grow as a person, so you go through many stages in life. You know, like a many stages of an artist you know what i mean you do it because your friends are doing it then you do it because you like to do it then you do it because you love to do it then you do it to get things off your chest or advance or you know what i'm saying like it's a lot of uh a lot of different reasons that i keep coming back to it is because it's like therapeutic for me and i feel like lately especially with this album that people are receiving it really well because they can relate to it and people say it's helping them or whatever so stuff like that it kind of gives me inspiration to keep going yeah no, i hear what you're saying right there man and we'll jump onto the album in just a second it's called death it, it's an ep it's one of your best to date i do think man but before that i want to talk about like we're, we're discussing this scene you've been in it forever what are your sort of takes on it at the minute mars as far as what as far as like you know the underground scene what do you sort of where do you think that it's sitting at the moment do you think it's at a healthy state or do you think it's like some people saying it's sort of dying off or what would you sort of say i mean i can't say that it's dying off because all the people that were popping when it was popping are still popping now you know what i mean yeah. like you think about it the only thing that could be dying off is you see some people get into it and some people get out of it but it's always been a genre where a certain kind of of age group gets into it and it grows and then it kind of washes itself and a new generation comes you know and like i'm one of the first or you know madden sandy or madden sandy records or even jay Riz was one of the first artists to kind of make a small name for himself first with like you know the likes of el cypher and halfbreed and bedlam and kgp and you know we've got to grow with it you know what i mean so i feel like now uh, as all the artists grow or get older and they have new experiences to talk about they have a lot of stuff to to fence with you know what i mean so it's like i feel like the music is getting better and people are finding exactly what they're supposed to be doing or what they enjoy the most and the fans grow with that you know we have stuff that kind of grow into our genre that come from an unlikely place, you know what I mean? People that listen to Little Peep could listen to my music who don't know about horrorcore. <laughs> or people that listen to Suicide Boys could get into stuff that's like horrorcore because they're into a lot of that music because of that element, you know what I mean? So it's like, there's so much different things coming into the underground and 
uh, I find, you know, people like Ramirez, you know what I mean? A lot of the same fans enjoy his music as they do ours, you know what I mean? So it's like, to me, it's not dying off. I think it's, it's growing to be more well-received by people who didn't really know what horrorcore was. Yeah, it's interesting you say that, man, because you do hear a lot of the sort of horrorcore influence pop up through this more sort of, I guess, mainstream accepted music nowadays, which is which is, which is, is kind of cool to see. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, and it's kind of been like that, you know what I mean? Just a lot of people don't take notice that, uh, you know, like mainstream fans didn't realize that when DMX covered himself in blood in the bathtub, that, exactly. that was a horrorcore element, you know what I mean? It's like if he was doing that and had mainstream acceptance, you know, so but people didn't know what horrorcore was, or the majority of rap fans kind of just thought of it like, oh my god, he's shocking. But even <laughs> to this day, there's stuff like that popping up all over the place. And I think we're living in a world now where there's a lot of darkness happening, and it's uh, it's built up a normality for you know, like the like the pandemics and stuff like that. There's a lot of people in dark times and i think they're becoming more receptive to music and more numb to darkness and stuff that can be introduced to the music world because it's like you know with the internet it kind of makes me numb you know like when i first started going on the internet there was stuff like rotten.com and you see like dead bodies you know what i mean but now (laughs) it's like the internet's so used and like there's so much fast information coming to it that people could look up anything that they want. So a lot of the shocking things that used to be shocking aren't as shocking anymore. But at the same time, the world's pretending to be the sensitive thing where you can't say what you want and offend people and stuff like that. And I think with horrorcore also, it's one of those genres that we're immune to stuff like that. You can't cancel us out like that because we rap about stuff that is to the extreme on purpose. You know what I mean? So like, we want you to get pissed off. We want you to, to provoke a thought in your mind, or we want you to think hard about it, or we want you to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. So people are like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. And that's like the whole point that a lot of us got into that, you know what I mean? So again, I feel like with all the cancer culture and stuff like that, kids are looking for a reason to get into stuff that kind of shocks them or provokes their thoughts. Oh, very well said, man. And that brings us on to this new EP. It's been out for a, a little while now, not too long. It's called Death. It's right up there with your best work, like I said before, man. Can you tell us about getting into the sort of thought process and, and recording this one? You know, it accidentally became something that was therapeutic for me, like I mentioned earlier. I started off, you know, if you followed my career the last couple of years, I was really pumping out like a lot of singles and EPs and stuff like that. And, you know, just kind of keeping myself in the flow of releasing stuff so people didn't have to wait. You know, there was, there was periods in my career where people waited for my music. And I felt now that I had all the, the right um, elements to me in my life and, you know, technology, that it was easier for me to get stuff done. And then on this particular project, I was going to have it be like a quick five song. Let's get it out. But my life kind of got into a rut where it was just... All the depression and stuff like that kind of caught up to me, unknowingly to me. And I started just falling apart as a, as a person, you know what I mean? And, and kind of making excuses for myself and drinking and partying and like for all the wrong reasons. And like, it became where I would record a song here and be like, oh, I'll record another one tomorrow. And in like a couple 
weeks would come, and then like I was like, "Fuck, I, I should go back onto it." And then as I was doing this stuff, I was influenced by how I was feeling inside and like all the stuff that I was going through. And you know, subconsciously, a lot of it became therapy for me to talk about in my music because I was going through it at the time. So if you listen to maybe even the last songs, such as like the last song on the EP is um, "Ain't Be the Same." Uh, it's talking about how like trying to move in a better path and like you know stuff like that and then like songs like just want to fuck you or um <laughs> trouble are really like light songs you know what i mean there's not a lot of cussing except for the hook in that one and on trouble there's no cussing and i wanted to kind of like open my my door to have more people hear my music and not be scared away by all the elements and at the same time I tried to have all the horror elements with it, but it became an album where I talked about the darker side of myself. And it was, the whole process was, was just me doing it over time. And I usually don't do that. And it became to where death became the death of my depression. And I think me having to go through all the stuff that I did allowed me to open up a new horizon for myself and use all the, the stuff that was holding me down as motivation for me to never be in that place again and you know and it was scary putting out the album because i didn't know that people wanted to get to know me like that but i kind of laid it all on the line and like this is who i am this is what I, what I was going through you know this is the mistakes that i've done and this is me trying to better myself and, and all the stuff that i'm doing in the community now kind of goes along with me trying to better myself by doing good in the world you know what i mean and so the album was came from a dark place but it allowed me once it got all the attention that it has been getting to see that there's more out there for me and that's you know i'm i'm sober and i'm working hard and i'm doing good and and the album and the fans that recepted to it was a big inspiration for me to keep going on the same path Oh, for sure, man. And I'm seeing a lot of comments and sort of feedback from just checking it out, you know, through the internet that a lot of the fans are jumping on board and saying that it's helped them get through similar struggles, which is amazing right there. Yeah, man. It's really cool to hear that. You know, I, I talked yesterday with a guy named Ricky Mena and Ricky Mena is a person from my hometown who's known all over the United States, and maybe even the world now. And he, uh, he dresses up like Spider-Man and he visits six, six kids in schools or in hospitals and you know cheers them up and you know uh, um, I just call them for advice you know what I mean like all the stuff that I'm doing now uh, I kind of didn't have a direction of where I was going I was just doing it because it felt good you know and he, he was telling me you know because I laid all the stuff out on the line to kind of be vulnerable for people to see that I too could go through the same things as they are and at the same time I've always been known as somebody that could say whatever he wants so mm. he was telling me like i'm lucky that i have the ability to be myself good or bad and let it all on the line because people could see that like you know there's so many different sides of me and you know what i mean like it, it i don't have to pretend to be something else and still do good i could just be myself and still do good shit. you know what i mean and it's like it was cool to hear that from somebody who's doing so much for the community and kind of gave me direction from somebody who has been through it all and it was cool to hear him say like you could say whatever the fuck you want to say because you're known for that but me like i known as this squeaky clean guy and so now if i really want to voice my opinion i have to bite my tongue but you don't you know what i mean and to keep that going 
So it was cool to hear that because that's something that I was always worried about in the back of my mind as I go on and do stuff that people were gonna not be receptive to my help or not want me involved with things because of the music I make. But now I get to explain to people like the music I make is about me. You know what I mean? So I'm the the package that you get with the help. You know what I mean? So this is my music. This is where I came from, and this is where I'm going now. But it's all one package deal. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%, man. And you're talking about Ricky there, who does like a lot of stuff uh, to help out underprivileged people, which you do as well, Mars. And I like to sort of underline this. Say you think horrorcore, you think scary, you think all this sort of thing. But at the end of the day, I was reading up at the moment, you're working with another company to providing skate decks and whatnot for underprivileged kids, yeah? Yeah, I'm working with Save Souls Skate Bowls, which is a nonprofit organization from Northern California. And he's from my hometown, and he lives in the Tri-Valley area. And um, one of the things that he does is collect skateboards and donations and even refurbishes skateboards, and he gives them to, you know, underprivileged kids or at-risk teens or even yep. special needs children. And um, I was started to do that myself because I've always wanted to be involved. But, you know, going into it, I found out that there's people that actually do it, do it. So um, somebody linked us up and the dude was really cool. He was from my area and he understood the background I came from. And he he invited me out today. To There is another nonprofit organization called Be Exceptional. And they teach skateboard classes to special needs children and kids in the community. And he invited me out to go volunteer my time and teach kids how to skateboard. So I went out today and and, and teach some kids how to skateboard or like, you know, polish up what they're learning right now and gave a couple kids some skateboards and stickers and and met with the parents. And it was really cool to just, I had so much fun today that I'm making it a normal thing in my life too. My weekend mornings are going to that just because I, I had so much fun and seeing them learn something from me was cool, you know what I mean? And that's really what it's all about is, is that yeah you're helping people but at the same time it's it's feeding me as a person and i feel like the route that i'm being directed in through the universe or whatever you believe in is is i'm just letting it do its thing and and going to where i feel that people need me or people can utilize what i have to offer and you know if it does good in the community i'm glad to be able to do that yeah, oh, that is awesome right there. And that's what people need to know a lot more of that, you know, you're getting out there and, and you're putting back, which is amazing to see. And very interesting life, the life of a horrorcore rapper. So I just wanted to know, can you let people check in this one out? What sort of a day in the life of Mars? You, you know, you're recording albums, you're helping out underprivileged kids. Well, can you run us through a day in the life of yourself? Uh, let's see. I wake up, I feed my new puppy. And I did I see your new puppies on the go. That's cool. Oh man, my puppy's badass, man. <laughs> I feed misery. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I, I wake up with my wife, and and she goes to work, and you know I help her look for her keys and get ready and stuff or whatever, and you know, and I usually go back to sleep for a little bit, but with all the stuff going on, I think about a lot of stuff. I'll probably just lay there and not go to sleep, and then play on my phone and get up, and then. I started making phone calls, man, and really got to motivate myself in the morning to just have a routine to where, you know, I drink a coffee and I take a shower. I get on the phone and, and, or check my emails and, and see what opportunities there are for me as a brand 
to grow, you know, and several stuff that I, I put together mostly during the day is like brand partnerships and sponsorships for myself as Mars. You know, like Cookies is one of my sponsors and King Ice is one of my sponsors. And nice. I got a drink over there I forgot to put in frame with Old Time Beverage Company out of the Bronx, New York is my sponsors. And a lot of the my focus goes into stuff like that because they're already established companies and have a huge buyership and and a following and, and Hemperco, they have a huge like cult like following and different things that I'm not able to touch because I don't make these products, but I made these products a part of me. So like a lot of the stuff that I do during the day has to do with that. And then uh, at a certain point I come here and I'm at the factory right now in Pittsburgh, California. And uh, it's a huge complex. I, I wish I can give you guys a tour because it's dope. Like right now I'm sitting, there's a huge white screen behind me. And over here, there's a bar set. And over here, there's a street set. You go up the stairs, there's like a jungle and a space room and a neon room and a backstage set. And then down here is a recording studio, a drum room, a vocal booth that's attached. There's a, a podcast room. There's all kinds of stuff. So here, I like to come here to be with people that are creating and record my own. I'm recording an album right now for Knocksmith Magazine. You know, it's gonna be huge. We're gonna make billboards and I shoot my photos here for products and stuff like that. I just shot an old time beverage company ad, I think this week or maybe next week I shoot a Hemper ad. Um, so it's like, I stay busy, man. And then at night, I uh, lay down and try to watch a movie. You know what I mean? Cook dinner, or my wife cooks me dinner or we go out to eat somewhere. And then it all repeats and every day is a little different, you know, or then some days I'll go out and I'll um, meet up with White Pony Express and My Angels Incorporated and I'll go pick up food or go with them to deliver food to people in need, like big truckloads of food, you know, and it just changes all the time. And then these opportunities bring other opportunities. So it's, it's a full time job if you make it a full time job and not always does it translate into money it translate into relationships. And that's really what people don't understand. It's not always about money. It's about letting people know that you exist, that you're here, that they need you, be there for them. And people, when they see that you love what you do, they bring you opportunities to, for other things. And that's kind of the way I think now. You know, being sober, if I don't do something, I feel like, you know, I'm just gonna be bored. So like, I fill my day with as much stuff as possible and some of it's mars stuff and some of it's mario stuff but as a one person it all kind of goes along with each other it's like i have a campaign for me as a person i'm campaigning for me to just be a hard-working giving you know likable person you know what i mean so it's like it doesn't all have a, a plan it's just it's just what i do you know what I mean? so it's like it's developing. The story is developing and I don't know, there's no plan, there's no end game, there's no campaign. I'm just really out there doing these things just to stay busy, you know what I mean? And a lot of it's music related and a lot of it's not. But I feel like um, my days are mostly work right now. I'm sure like my wife is pissed. She's like, well, when are you gonna <laughs> just lay down? Go to sleep. <laughs> And I'll be like, all right, I'll lay down. And then I'll, I'm still thinking about shit in my mind, you know what I mean? So it's like, I have a very busy mind. And I like to just try to fill my full days up with 
things to do that are going to either make an impact on my career or an impact on somebody else's life. You know what I mean? Oh man, 100% right there. And I did, I caught a little bit of the studio and the, the, the warehouse or whatever you're in at the moment. And it does look very cool. One day we might have to organize a tour through there or something like that, Mars. I think that'd be all sorts of awesome, man. But you're talking about, you sort of touched on briefly there what you're working on the at the moment. is So is that a follow-up to the Death EP or is that something totally different? Well, I think the Death EP was supposed to be a follow-up to the Murder EP and uh bane produced the murder ep and i loved working with bane so much and there's some songs as a project that would mean a lot to me and i really liked the, you know, on the murder ep i really liked the whiskey song and i really liked um shit, i forget the, the name of it but uh <laughs> there's a couple songs on there i really liked and i loved working with them and then me being in the mode that i was in at one point i was like i should ask him to do it again you know and so we did the death ep and now it only makes sense to just keep going and making that its own series you know so this yes. one here as i can't you know like i work with people here that i've been friends with for a long time this is the same people like there used to be an award show that i've won awards at that are that are put on in my area code and uh, i've won some awards and this is the people that put the award show on and i've been friends with a lot of people that were involved and now the two main people um be nasty who was on my glaucoma album uh he asked me he's like you know you should be a, a part of this and you should be here and be like a resident artist and use this place to do photos and videos and music and help us with it yeah you know? like damn and then um Knox Smith Magazine is a, a magazine that I've been in. So they all kind of came together to make the factory was where I'm at right now. And um, just being in the studio, there's there's plaques and, and posters everywhere. Knox Smith Magazine presents these other artists. And I was like, you know, and then I around town, Knox Smith has billboards everywhere. And their magazine, when they're coming out with a new issue, there's billboards all over the place. They come out with the Knox Smith presents album, there's billboards everywhere. And I was like, damn, I should fuck with them. You know what I mean? I need to get a billboard, you know? <laughs> and then um, I asked B. Nasty, like, put it in their ear, put it in their ear. And he's like, yeah, hey, yeah, I will, I will. But it just never happened because he's busy, you know? So I came over there. I, one of the first times I was here, I, I was like, Sean, like, we should do a project. I think right now at this point in my career, like, I'm getting a lot of attention. It's time to bring it to the, to the city now, you know? And he's like, let's do it. And that was all it took. He's like, we'll do a billboard. You can have the cover of the magazine. And we'll just throw the CD out there and we'll make it big. But he's like, w one of the things that he wanted to to stress to me is that I don't want the X-rated, dark-ass horror Mars. I want people in the city to listen to to the Mars that's doing all this stuff for the city. You know, like I'm not saying you can't be Mars. I'm just saying, like, let's make it more consumable for people who don't know who Mars is and not scare him away. Let's make this more uh, a bigger thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So um, now I have to figure out how to do both. You know what I mean? But uh, You might have to change up. And do, say what? I was going to say, change one up as Mario and one as Mars or something like that. Well, it's just going to be, you know, it's going to be how I overcame things, or, you know, or what I want to see in my life. You know, a lot of, a lot of the albums that I put out before, I locked up abroad it ended with me going to jail you know what I mean mm. on the CD or like the murder EP had the whiskey song where I was depressed talking about me being on cocaine and drinking whiskey all day because my girl left me 
but like all that shit, I kind of spoke it into existence because that's where I ended up. So, you know, I feel like in a way, if that's some type of magic that happens in the world, maybe on this CD, I'll talk about all the things that I'm going for, all the things that I want in life instead of all the things that weren't a real thing that became a real thing you know what I mean so I think uh it's a good concept because I've never really done it too much before and and um I still you know I'm still trying to make some some horrorcore songs to stick in there if it'll let me you know what I mean but uh because you know that's I do it because I like to do it so we'll see he's the he's the man in charge but the, the album I could uh, you'll be the first to know it's going to be called Redemption Album oh, and um it's going to be big shit Damn, very much looking forward to that, Mars. We're going to have to get you back on when that one comes out, man. All right, well, right before we get out of here, I want to grab a recommendation from you, Mars. What's something that you recommend to people checking this out? It can be anything. As far as the song goes? can be music, can be movies, can be an activity, anything. Oh, man. Well, you know, I'm doing the skateboard thing right now. Get your kids a skateboard. There's a lot to learn from it. As far as movie goes, my favorite movie in the world is probably either Fight Club or Blood and Blood Out. Go watch those things. I plan on actually having a Mars movie night here in town in the United States in Union, California, with a local theater where I play a movie a month. And all my favorite ones are going to be played if they let me do it. So if you're in the United States, if you're in California, if you're in the Bay, go check that out if it happens. And then if you want to know about me and you want to listen to my music, my new Death EP is out right now. Go check out the songs. If you're a girl, go check out the song Trouble. If you like some horror shit, go check out the first half of the album. If you want to know more about me, go check out the last song on the album. It's called Ain't Be The Same. And right now, I'm trying not to do that. I'm not trying to be the same. So get with it. Oh, hell yeah. Well, thank you so much, Mars. Really appreciate it. That new EP is out now. It is called Death. It is right up there with one of the biggest albums in 2022. Mars has been doing it for a long time now and no signs of slowing down, which is awesome. Check him out, facebook.com slash madinsanity. Stream that album. And thank you once again, Mars. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me on. Shout out to everybody listening right now. There's more coming. Thank you. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network, greywolfentertainment.net.